hello. <laughs> Welcome to um, UFO Paranormal Radio Network as I'm trying to get a cat hair out of my mouth here. Hang on. Ugh. I think we got it. Sorry about that, guys. Nope. It's still in there. I'll just have to keep talking. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to 105.3 and 107.7 of the beautiful city of New Orleans, Louisiana. Like I said, you're listening to UFO Paranormal Radio Network, otherwise known as United Public Radio Network or just UPRN. And you're listening to The Angel Rock. I'm your host, Laura Lee Potvin. I am a Canadian spiritual medium and psychic, a crystal Reiki energy healer, Akashic Records practitioner, a spiritual teacher and mentor, and registered nurse. And uh, we're doing a solo show tonight, so just a few things to get out of the way. First of all, if you've never been to the show, welcome. And to all our returning peeps that are here, I can see already, we've got Z Sun Dragon. I'm hearing him say hi to Michelle. I don't know if Michelle's there, I can't see her, but I'm sure she is. So welcome. If you want to join in the conversation, where you need to head to is either UFO Paranormal Radio on Facebook or YouTube. You can also go to my YouTube channel, which is the Angel Rock with Laura Lee Potvin. It's streaming to my Facebook profile, Laura Lee Potvin, which is public. It's also in my group, Paranormal University. We're streaming on Canada's Most Haunted, UFO Paranormal Radio, um, sorry, UFO Undercover. I'm trying to think. i got to keep all these things in my mind here. Um, don't forget that the network does have a Roku channel. So if you, I'm not streaming my show, this one tonight, but I am the co-host of a second show. It's called The Thing at the Foot of the Bed, Thursday nights from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with my amazing uh, co-host and friend, David Hansel, who is a very gifted medium angel channel and uh yeah we have a lot of fun on that show hi kevin or z sun's dragon z sun dragon nice to see you here um and as you know both of my shows i love to involve you as part of the audience so uh you guys this cat hair is gonna drive me crazy <laughs> i guess we're just going with it oh that's okay so if michelle's not here that's okay no problem um where was i okay so don't forget to head over to the roku channel there is a ufo paranormal radio channel we've got tons of shows streaming over there it's easy to find you're going to sign into your roku account you're going to go to the channel store and you're going to look up ufo space p is in paranormal and there's a drop down list you're going to see I think we're about third or fourth down. It's UFO Space Paranormal and United Public Radio. So that's where you want to go. And I do stream our second show on, uh, which is the thing at the foot of the bed on Thursday nights over there. But there's lots of great content. So be sure to check it out. Um, what else do I want to tell you? We got a Halloween. We got a Halloween's coming up. This is UFO Paranormal Radio Network. We're, this is spooky season. We're celebrating. And speaking of Z Sun Dragon, he has sent me some great stories to share during the week of Halloween. So as it follows, August, oh, sorry, August, it feels like it just was August, October 26th, which is a Thursday from 7 to 9 p.m. The thing at the foot of the bed will be doing their Halloween party. We're not quite sure what it is. We're still working out the details. Um, I will be doing a Halloween show Monday, October 30th from 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time here on the Angel Rock. And I just got the go ahead. I told you guys I've been talking about it, but we are doing it Tuesday night. It's going to be a network live online party. And I need to get those invites out to our other hosts because whoever can make it 
shows up and we have a great time. We have a conversation. Um, Sean, who is another one of our paranormal hosts, his show, I forget what the name is off the top of my head, but he started Pittsburgh Paranormal and he so graciously has let us utilize that spot on Tuesday night. So we're going to be in there having a great old time. Uh, we haven't had a network party in a while, so it's a lot of fun. I used to uh, organize some um, the party planner here and then it kind of got busy and didn't get a chance to but we've done new year's we've done a couple halloween parties so this is going to be a lot of fun so be sure you to tune in if you've got something you want to share though for monday night on the angel rock or the thing at the foot of the bed please get a hold of me or david for the thing at the foot of the bed both of us for that one for the angel rock me get a hold of me on all social media platforms or the angel rock uh facebook dot com forward slash angel rock on obviously facebook but i'm on every single social media platform you can think of i am on on there under the angel rock or laura lee potvin so it's not hard to find and uh kevin says even if i am not on you can use my stories if you wish yes you said that and i appreciate it greatly and i will give credit where it is due so i you know what normally i have a lot of guests on here but i love doing shows with all of you and um, I'm sending out some emails as it stands. So we will be having some exciting guests coming up in the next couple months. But uh, yeah, I just like to do this every now and then. It's spooky season. So we stick to the spooky, spooky stuff. We get to talk about a lot of things. And uh, yeah, I don't get to do this very often. And I've been starting to do it a lot more. I did it over the summer with holidays and things like that. And you know what? I, I really enjoyed it. I missed it. I, when I previously started podcasting years ago on a previous network, I used to do a show Monday through Friday and that was a little panicky because I'd never done podcasting before. So to try and get people to come on and do, you know, be guests and what have you. So I did a lot of shows on my own and with a friend of mine, Seraphine Hurley, who I used to co-host another show here on the network a couple of years back. And uh, yeah, I kind of miss doing that. So it's going to be a lot of fun. I keep thinking I'm forgetting to tell you guys something. I'm sure I'll remember. But if you've got like any EVPs or you've got pictures, maybe you've got some video clips you want to share. Um, you've got spooky stories like Kevin or Z Sun Dragon has sent in to share. If you don't want your name utilized, I'm perfectly okay with that. I'm happy to maintain your anonymity or change any details so it won't identify yourself. And as always, I love to give shout outs to some of my favorite YouTubers uh, because we talk about some of these things on here. I've mentioned before, I do follow True Crime. Two of my favorite channels uh, I'd love for you to check out are Grizzly True Crime with Gisela Kay. She's from South Africa and she lives in the Netherlands now. And also Surviving the Survivor. And they always go live Monday night during my, my show here. So <laughs> I usually have to be part of the replay crew. But the reason why I like these channels and I like to share uh, both of them, because uh, really interactive, kind of like what I do with my show, but also... They're very victim-centered and family-centered, and they stick to strictly the facts, which I really appreciate. And as always, I'm going to give a shout-out to the Ellen Greenberg case. I think it's important. This poor woman died, and it was labeled that she unalived herself 11 years ago. And it's pretty 
shady what's going on there. Uh, I won't say too, too much else because there's some higher up powerful people involved with this, but her poor parents have been fighting for over 11 years, being shut down at every turn just to get that cause of death overturned. And they'd even be willing to accept a known cause of death. But what I don't understand why people don't focus on it. Maybe it's a nurse in me, but this poor lady received 10 supposedly self-inflicted stab wounds to her upper chest and her upper back and neck. But this is where it really gets me. The last two of those supposedly self-sustained wounds happened post-mortem, which means after she was no longer alive. So you tell me how that happened. So if you want more details about it, please head over. To, you can go to uh, Grizzly True Crime. She's got a whole file on it. Uh, Gavinfish.com. He is a local reporter. This happened in Chicago. I believe it's Chicago. Um, and uh, you, he's covered this story extensively and he knows it inside and out. You get all the details there. And the reason why I keep mentioning this case, this family really needs your support. Her poor parents are getting older. She was an only child. Uh, she was engaged to be married. And uh, the whole case, when you look at this, you don't have to be a follower of true crime. You don't have to know anything legal when you read this. And you can just read a synopsis. You'll be going, what? I can't say on radio what I'd like to say, but basically what the heck is going on here. And uh, they have spent close to half a million dollars on this case already. And like I said, they get shut down at every single turn and they need your help. And Surviving the Survivor has covered it extensively too. So lastly, that's what I want to remember. I get people tuning in at the last minute. I'm so glad when you do tune in and you share this. So thank you. Hi, Michelle. I see you there from uh, Australia and welcome. So um, what I was going to say, sorry, thinking ahead of what else I was going to say. Um, so anyways, I get people tuning in at the last minute. They go, oh no, I've missed the show. No, you haven't. There's always a video recording uh, my YouTube channel. I have a Rumble backup. I have an Odyssey backup. UFO Paranormal has backups of the show and on Facebook, anywhere it's streamed. And also the beautiful thing about it, because apparently 80% of our listeners from around the world, and we cover every country in the world we go out to, um, we are covered wherever podcasts and talk radio is carried. So I have found us on some of the most obscure apps you would not believe, like that I've never heard of, and we will be carried there. So you can always find a replay. So if you like what you see, please like, share, and subscribe. This network's been around for over 25 years. We've had some incredible shows, incredible guests, and hosts. We also have a lot of syndicated shows, too. So we stream multiple days. I believe it's almost seven days a week on the network and multiple shows daily. So when we're not streaming live, the archive server's going. So there's 24-hour a day paranormal and all different types of topics or something for everybody there. So please be sure to check that out. And if you like what you see, please like, share and subscribe. Hello, Anna G. Welcome. I'm so glad to see you here. So I figured since we're in spooky season, I did quite a bit of research. Um, 
yeah, I haven't had, well, we've had some strange, weird things going on around the house. I'd love to hear if you guys are having anything going on. Again, now that we're getting people tuning in, if you'd like to join in the conversation, and I love to make you guys all part of the conversation. That was my dog. That was not an EVP, by the way. <laughs> she comes over here now because I said dog. You say hello, Emmy. You can say hello. This is Emmy. Um, Sorry, I'm losing my train of thought tonight, guys. I've got a million things going on. Hi, Sandra Sharp. I missed you. Hello there. Welcome. Um, so what's going on in your neck of the world? So you guys got anything strange, unusual, crazy going on? They say the veil is getting thinner, especially around Halloween into the first week of November. And I do believe that. Um, also, let people know where you're from if you're comfortable. So it's always nice to see who's here and where you're located. I did download a bunch of things. And no, I'm not getting really morbid here. But uh, I do kind of scan around to see what's going on, paranormal channels, strange, unusual, unexplained events, things like that. And mm -hmm. I don't know if you guys have heard of this before, but I kind of found it. I don't think I've ever talked about this before. Um, I don't even agree with the name that's been given. Corvallis, Oregon. That's where Sandra Sharp is from. Welcome. I actually, actually where I am is in Thunder Bay in Northwestern Ontario, Canada. I always tell people it's pretty well smack dab in the middle of Canada. Uh, you have to, we're on Lake Superior, which is one of the largest freshwater lakes in the world. It's part of the uh, five great lakes in North America, shared between the U.S. and Canada. And we're about 35, 45 minutes away from the Minnesota border. And for people that might know where Minneapolis, Minnesota is, we're about six and a half, seven hours north of that. So that's where we are. You have to come through our city. If you're going from the west to the east and the east to the west in Canada, and you don't want to drive around the lakes through the U.S. part of that. And also, if you want to go to southern Ontario and you're driving, you have to come through here. So anyways, so where I was going with this is some video popped up and apparently the quote unquote, angel of death, or the Grim Reaper. There have been a lot of sightings and the Grim Reaper being caught on camera. And I thought, what the heck? Like, what's going on with this? Now, I myself, and it's just my belief, um, I always tell you guys, I don't know everything. I'm not an expert. I only share with you either what I receive from spirit or my own personal experiences and what I've learned and educated myself with. And I do not believe there is an angel of death. There is an angel, an archangel that some people say will be there when you transition from life here to going back home, as I call it, or whatever your belief system is, or the grim reaper. So it's very interesting. I'm going to show some, some clips here, but if you've got something spooky going on, you've got questions, I'm even happy to do some readings tonight because I know the last show I did a couple of weeks ago, somebody had asked for a reading right at the end of the show. So if you've got questions and you want a reading from spirit, now the only thing I'll tell you, I don't do mediumship live. How, can I? Yes. Have I? Yes. And sometimes your loved one will come through. I remember to look at the light here, not over here. <laughs> um, Sometimes you've got a loved one that is, you know, really has a message they want to come through with. Then sometimes, yes, I will give a message, but I don't do it as a whole. But maybe you're at a crossroads. Maybe you're wondering what's going on. I will let you know before I pull out some of the videos, some of the things I am working on behind the scenes is um, I always thought I'd write my book about the paranormal first. I'm working on three. And it seems it might be heading in the direction of the third book I'm writing is a collection of stories that uh, we as nurses 
and first responders. And my previous guest I've had on here, who I just adore, and I'm going to give her a shout out. So please check her out, Julie Jean Bassett. She is an incredible animal communicator, earthside as well as mediumship. And she is right, I think tomorrow's her last class. She's trained with Alberto. Veloto, and she will be a shamanic practitioner. And I can tell you from personal experience, this lady is powerful. So check her out. She's on Facebook. Her her uh, website is Julie Jean Bassett. And believe me, you will not be sorry checking this lady out. Um, she was using some some case studies, like people could sign up while she because she had to submit case studies. And I was very fortunate. To have a session with her and i can tell you powerful powerful stuff you guys so check it out like like life-changing so certainly something to look at i figured you were gonna have to go with oh sorry mich said there there would have to be a grim reaper good or bad and then she says okay have to go have a fantastic show i was gonna say that michelle i bet you you're just getting ready for work so have a good day at work michelle's over in australia so um Anyways, check her out. So I'm going to read Kevin's comment here first before we get into some of these. I want to hear what you think, too, because if you think it's fake, let me know that it's fake. One of my favorite paranormal channels I love to watch, and you've heard me talk about them before, is Paranormal Nightmare. Friday nights, they always do a live premiere. These guys have been doing this, I think it's 16 years. They're three brothers. They've been through their own paranormal experience. They do not charge people. They never have charged people. And they spend their weekends driving all over the U.S. and helping families who are having extreme paranormal activity. I can tell you the last Friday night show that was mind blowing in the fact that at first it was kind of hard to tell what was going on, but they were communicating with something evil in somebody's house. They were trying to help. And through the uh, ghost box for people, maybe that don't know what that is. It EVPs or electronic voice, voice phenomena, ITCs, intertrans communication, and people use various devices to communicate. And there was, I forget what the name of the, street was it started with an s i'll just say springer street it wasn't that and these boys like practically you could see they almost went white and um sean is kind of a scaredy cat like each one of them has kind of a role and they work together but josh is the one that does the clearing at the end of the episode he was crying and i've never seen this guy cry before and i was thinking why are you so shook up what's going on and I guess when they were young, these three boys, they were very, very young. I think not even teens yet. Rocky, the oldest, may have been. That was the street they lived on with the extreme paranormal haunting and almost demonic possession that went through these kids and what they dealt with and why they now help people. So it's pretty powerful. So check it out. Okay, I'm going to read Kevin's comments. So Kevin says, not sure. Oh, sorry. I went too low there. Hang on. Uh, he says, I've seen a tall robed individual walk through my walls and continue on. I felt someone was dying tattoo on the back of his neck, bald head and hood down snake tattoo. Then later in the day heard of two boys and then, um, oh, sorry. Um, Anna, Julie Jean Bassett, B as in boy, A, S as in Sam, S as in Sam, E, T is in Tom, T is in Tom, E. If you go to my YouTube channel under the live 
under the um, live, like there's a bunch of little tabs. You go under the live tab. She's been on my show twice since September. And the reason how I met her is a very close friend of mine, uh, Leanne Clark, and amazing crystal. I call it the crystal wizard dress. And she does the Kashuk records as well. Um, she had suggested I really needed somebody that could really have an in-depth conversation with my cat. My cat was urinating on my son's bed. There's no health problems. It came out of nowhere. And I tried everything else. And Julie was phenomenal. So I said, hey, I'd love to have you on my show. And she came on and she mentioned that she was just working on the tail end of shamanic practitioner as a shamanic practitioner. And um, we didn't get enough time to talk about it. So she was on, I think it was last Monday she was on. So yeah, check it out. And this lady is incredible. She also does some free stuff, I believe, in a couple of groups on Facebook as well. She'll have that posted on her Facebook page. I'm going back to Z Sun Dragons. Oh, okay. So two little boys, you said, here got killed by a reptile zoo snake. Oh my goodness. What a terrible way to die. And then Kevin said, not sure what that was. Not one of my guides, but perhaps a guardian of death of sorts in relation to snakes since the snake tattoo. Uh, let's see what else she wrote here. You said snake had escaped in the night and made its way to an upstairs apartment of said reptile zoo. Oh my goodness. How terrible is that? Oh, those poor boys. Hang on. And, oh, and then Kevin or Z Sun Dragon says that was an awesome show with Julie, by the way. Thank you. I'm going to have her back on because I asked her, would you be willing? Because I really wanted to talk in the second show about her work and why she went into being a shamanic practitioner. And she talked about what she does and why it works and how it works and so on and so forth. So very powerful, very, very powerful. Um, and this was just something recent I have experienced, so I can tell you. And I already knew how good she was because believe me, she got through to the cat. The cat has had two little slip-ups, but we know exactly why the cat's had two little slip-ups. And it it's kind of like any attention is, is good attention because this is my son with a severe autism that's an adult's cat and he'll get playing video games and his little Miss Baby there does not like when he's playing video games and she'll put up with it, but then she wants attention. And if he doesn't pay enough attention to her at the moment, then she figures she'll leave a little piddle on the bed and let him know that basically, pardon the pun, but she's pissed off. <laughs> so um, that's that. So let's pull up some of this footage here. I'll have to see if I downloaded about, I'm not kidding, 20 or 30 clips. So let me go through this, guys. I look like I'm not here. This is a new thing with StreamYard. It makes me look like uh, the screen goes black. I don't know why but it does and it it's it's very maddening so hang on where are we here uh actually and you guys also know i'll come back on here for a second i'm setting this up you guys know i love nick's top five on youtube too reason why i like him i think he's from north america he lives over i believe it's in norway and people send him paranormal activity videos from all over the world and he features them he doesn't tell you what to believe his catchphrase is, is it all just an elaborate hoax, hoax you decide? And uh, he had some pretty interesting videos sent in this week. He's usually, re he used to release really regularly. I think he's got a lot going on personally. 
So it's kind of hit and miss when he does. Something told me he's probably got a new video out, and I guess he released it yesterday. So I watched it today, and it's got some pretty creepy, creepy stuff on. Yeah, I know. I You still see me, Sandra? You said you're only blacked out on your end. Okay, the reason why I mention it, Sandra, is I've had other people tell me that we're watching the show that it's black for them. So I'm glad you guys can see me because I have had other people tell me that the screen was completely black and they could hear me. So if you could see me, great. If you can't, I'm still here. Okay, how's that? Um, well, now I got to read these comments here. Okay, so um, Z Sun's Dragon, but that was, um, or Kevin, but that was an angel of death. I wonder, I never saw one before or since, but it, my feeling was it was a warning. And I think it's semantics of what we call it. And to me, you know, some of the stories that I hear, people call the angel of death and it's got a very negative connotation and working as a medium. And I can tell you working in palliative care and being there when people pass away. And I just remembered I was going on about that book I was writing and got talking about Julie. There's a reason why I'm collecting stories from nurses as well as first responders. And she happened to mention death doulas, which is a terrible name but it's people that train to be able to support the family and the person that's transitioning from life on this earthly plane going back home. And I thought, wow, I never even thought of a death doula because they would see a lot because we do. And what the book's going to be about is incredible, incredible, amazing, profound things that we witness at the bedside as that person is making that transition. And I've already collected some very interesting, profound stories. So uh, we'll see what happens, but it looks like that one's sort of taking over the other three that I'm, I'm in the process of writing. So we will see, <coughs> excuse me. Okay, so Kevin says he sees me. Good, if you guys see me, that's all I care about. Good, okay, let's hit, uh, well, let me find them first because I don't want to. So Kevin says, that makes sense, Lorely, as I did not feel it was evil either. Yeah, that's kind of why I don't like to call it the angel of death, because it's such a scary connotation. And, you know, I've heard evil stories, if you will. So, and then you get the angel of death mixed up with, you know, the Grim Reaper, which has a very negative connotation. I don't know why this just flashed through my head, unless you're watching The Meaning of Life when death knocks at the door after they all eat the salmon moose. Now, if you've seen the meaning of life with Monty Python, you'll know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Hang on. Let me see if I can get it set up here. I'm going to have to try and find it because there was some really interesting um, videos. I, there was one in particular I was looking for. Now, don't tell me these didn't go through. I'm going to be mad if they didn't because I sent them. Hang on. Like, give me a sec. I'll just send them while I'm talking if I have to, but I know there was 30 of them I sent. Let me see what this one is. I'm going to just up. No, this is a creepy one. Um, there's one in particular that kind of supports what you're talking about, Kevin. And it's a, I don't know what this one is. Let's see. That's a problem. This is a so let me send them to me again. I don't know why they did not go through because I sent about 30 of them and there was a lot of, let me go back and make sure 
Yeah, 10 ghost videos. So scary. I had to have emergency surgery. I think that's Snook's top five's latest. We'll see what this dude is. And then I'll go for my phone because, oh, I don't want to watch TikTok. Never mind. I don't like playing them from TikTok because there's music. So give me a sec, guys. I'm going to resend them to me. I don't know. Maybe they didn't download yet and I closed my phone too soon. So, hey, Dem Rogers. How you doing? You missed out. We were talking about surviving the survivor. I said they always go live on Mondays during my show, like as if I have any right to say that, right? They have a right to go live whenever they want. I've met Dem Rogers actually from the two groups I mentioned, Grizzly True Crime and Surviving the Survivor. And again, I mentioned what, you know, great hosts and they're so, vic you know, family and victim centered, focused on truth and fact. But I forgot to mention the incredible, incredible communities that have been created by these two channels, like just amazing, wonderful people. There's no drama. There's no negativity. People support one another and kind of like what the Angel Rocker tribe is like. And, you know, the thing at the foot of the bed, we don't we don't tolerate those kind of things either. Pete, that's we're not the show for you if you're looking for drama, basically, I guess. Let me see. Why did you guys not send? Oh, my gosh, I sent a crap load of these. Let me find. Um, I'm looking for one in particular because there's a uh, see skinwalker. We don't want that one yet. Let me see, because there's one where a guy, there's an accident that's caught on camera. And then this truck, this um, transport goes by and it looks like the Grim Reaper has been caught on this. So let me see what's going on here, why this did not go through. Give me one sec while I'm talking to you guys. I'll keep um, an eye on on the chat as I'm talking to you. I want to find this video. So because it'll support what Kevin was talking about. Okay, let's see. Not that one. Let's see. God, there were so many I downloaded because I wanted to share. There's some pretty interesting ones that I did download though. So um, and I appreciate you sharing, Kevin. So you said you never saw this again, right? You never saw, oh, paramedic catches Grim Reaper. That one wasn't a great one. So hang on, I'll find it for you. Grim Reaper sightings. This might be it. Yes, this one's one I'm going to send. Okay, so we'll send that one. Let me see this one. Oh, this one was really interesting too. This guy says the Grim Reaper was caught on his couch. Like I said, I wasn't looking for this, but it came up in, this is the one I want to send. So this kind of see if this resonates with you. Because this one tells, I think, the story a little bit better. Yeah, it does. Okay, I'm going to send this one. There's a, there's a couple. I didn't just center on all of it, but I centered on some of it. So, Dem Rogers, what we're talking about is I wasn't looking for this. I was kind of poking around to see what I want to talk about tonight since we're in spooky season. And uh, this happened to come up in TikTok for me. And I went, wow, like this is crazy. Let me see if they went through this time now because hopefully they did see at least when I have a guest I can do or David's here I can let David talk and I do all this stuff okay let's see are you still sending there dude what's going on let's see it's gonna be yeah we still gotta wait for it to send I guess we got Mr. House that sent through gosh almighty home alone paranormal yeah I don't know why this isn't sending I guess we'll leave it open what I could do I don't like to do this, but we could do this instead. I'll go to TikTok. 
and we'll open it. See if it'll open. Come on, TikTok, open up for me. Because it opens and then it's noisy. Okay, let me go to me because I did save these videos because I don't know why it's not sending through. Come on, are you going to? Oh, it did send through. Yeah, sure, you're going to make a liar out of me. That's what was so slow. And you guys, I have the fastest internet that uh, in like through my internet service provider. And I don't know why it's so darn slow sometimes. It's a pain in the butt. Okay, so you have sent through. I know you have. Why am I not seeing you? Give me one sec here. We're going to hop around for a second and see if maybe that's why. There we go. I still don't think that's the one I want. There's one more to come. That's the one we want. I'll wait till come. There it is. Good. Finally. Holy cow, you guys. That was slow. Really, really slow. Um, okay. I'm going to read what you said here first. No, it was one-time visit and had several deaths of people afterwards, but not death by snakes. That was also a one-time knowing. Yeah, that's pretty darn creepy, I'll tell you. Okay, let's do this. So this is, for anybody, I'll give a trigger warning. I believe it shows... Um, it shows an accident going, it's nothing graphic. It's just, okay, is this the one? Well, that's this, I don't, holy cow, my, my phone is like messed up here. Okay. Because this kind of made me think of what you were sharing, uh, Kevin, when you were talking about this. So let's see, Facebook. Okay, good. So share, finally. You've got so many buttons to push with this. And I produce my own show. So we're going to add it. And take just a minute here. So what I'll do is I have to trigger bunny. That's right. Trigger bunny. Thanks, Dumb Rogers. I need a bunny. Well, we could use, let's use the trigger bat. We'll have a trigger bat. Okay. <laughs> trigger bat. <laughs> Okay, hang on. So once I start playing it, I'll play it twice. So I'm going to, I have to make it bigger afterwards. So hang on. Okay, so give me one sec here. You have to see this. The Grim Reaper may have actually been caught on camera. So this video I'm about to play is coming out of El Salvador, where there have been recent reports of paranormal manifestations accompanying tragic events. Some paranormal investigators <laughs> say that this was the angel of death caught on camera. Watch this. In this video, you can see the moment that a driver loses control of their vehicle, crashes through a guardrail, and ends up in a ravine. The accident resulted in the death of the driver. Now this is the strange part. Moments after the car crashes, a truck passes by, and on this truck, you can see a dark humanoid figure standing and seemingly observing the car crash. Paranormal investigator Caesar Sagath believes that this was the angel of death who is cited in parts of the Bible, and who he says is responsible for transporting souls to the spiritual world. So hang on, I'll pause. Now you can see it better. So I don't know what y'all think. I'm glad they, I forgot. You have to see this. Up. The Grim Reaper may have actually. Okay, good. Let's close that. So I kind of reminded me of um like you said what you saw now again not with the detail but that was really interesting plus speaking of conspiracy i did not download it 
I know, and it had feet. That's what I found. That's what I found weird. Because the other ones I've seen, there's one in a hospital bed. I'm hoping it's going to go through here. Um, there's one in a hospital bed that's really creepy. And that one looks like, like the guy swears there was nobody at the hospital bedside. But you can you can see this black figure standing there. It's really strange. And then, um, yeah, there's all kinds of strange stuff. I caught, like, I don't know if it's a skinwalker. There's something, this elderly couple caught through their door cam. So I don't know. I always say there are no coincidences, but maybe a synchronicity. But why would somebody be dressed up as a Grim Reaper going by on a transport truck after this happened? Now, again, I'm honestly going to say that with AI and with deep fakes, I would... I, I would think it would be really morbid and really evil for somebody to put that on top of a truck when there's been footage of that poor person's car crash, but I'll leave it up to you. So Kevin says, let's see. Yes. Dem Rogers says agreed. Well, people are sick. So Kevin says similar clothes. Yes, but nothing. This came after death. Mine was like a forewarning floating, like eight foot tall human looking oh so it was okay i get what you're saying i can almost see that thing in my mind so for you just anybody just tuning in and you're listening if you want to join in the conversation you're listening to 105.3 and 107.7 on new orleans louisiana and i'm the host here of the angel rock i'm laura lee potvin and I also co-host The Thing at the Foot of the Bed on Thursdays with my amazing friend and co-host David Hansel. So be sure to check that out. But if you want to join in the conversation, please head over to YouTube or Facebook. You can go to UFO Paranormal Radio, or you can go to my YouTube channel, which is The Angel Rock with Laura Lee Potvin. Or you can go to, uh, where can you go? My profile, uh, Laura Lee Potvin on Facebook. That's public. We're streaming on Canada's Most Haunted. I am in Canada, even though we broadcast from New Orleans. So it was interesting. I'm hoping I can find this one that I was going to pull up, though. That was, um, let me see what I got. Some million things sent through, but nothing that I, I like I said, I sent. 30 videos. You know what? I won't use this one because I might have the volume turned up. So I don't want it showing up for you guys. Give me one sec here. I can do whatever I want. See all these devices I have going. <laughs> My old computer sometimes would just cap out. Okay. So Sandra says, let's see what she has to say. Anyways, I was going to tell you guys, so you can join the conversation and anybody joining late, I said, I'd be happy to do some readings if you guys have questions of spirit or the only thing I don't do is mediumship readings live. It takes me a little longer to connect and they're very personal usually. Can I do it? Yes, but I usually don't do it. So Sandra said, did anyone notice that the cloak on the figure in the truck did move? It shouldn't flap in the wind, the truck in motion. Yes, I agree. And plus the thing I noticed on the bigger screen that I didn't notice when I saw this on my phone is he had white socks on his feet. It looked like or white shoes. I, I found that a little odd too. So I'm not sure what that was before I go any further. See, I'm trying to think 10 steps ahead here. The one thing I did find, I hate the term conspiracy theory. I prefer to look at it as truth seeking. 
and there's a big thing going around. I didn't, I never heard of it. I just saw this on TikTok about supposedly during King Charles's coronation, the Grim Reaper was caught streaking across the doorway in the background. And I saw it. And then this, I think this is a good thing for anybody to think about, right? Always do your own research. I don't always debunk everything because I want to hear what you guys have to say. What are your thoughts? Like, what do you think? Like what Sandra just pointed out. And then now I've noticed on the big screen with this particular individual, I, I, I find it hard to believe that he had white socks or white tennis shoes on his feet. I find that very hard to believe. So anyways, uh, people were going crazy thinking the Grim Reaper showed up at King Charles's uh, coronation. One of the videos that debunked it, I think, now I forget what the name of it was, but there is a particular figure that I guess not spirit form, it's a human being that attends these type of very, I don't want to say pompous, but very formal events when it involves royalty over in the UK. And that's what they figure this grim reaper was. It was not, it was not a spirit. So that's why it's so important to debunk. Um, Sandra said meant to say cloaks not moving. Okay. I didn't notice that. What I noticed was the white shoes or white tennis shoes. I found that a little odd. So uh, hang on, go a little higher in case I miss something. Um, okay. You can show any time here. Let me stop. I think we might. Oh, there it's finally working. Hang on. Sometimes when I'm sharing, it'll slow things down. So I'm going to stop it for now and I'll slow things down. There we go. That's a little faster because it came to me. Okay. It came to me before I heard of the death, but maybe not because depends on time they died. Would have to check the news clippings and whatnot. So Dem Rogers, you say, oh, they said that it was one of the priori helping set up. I loved it at first, LOL. Okay. So the reason why I'm going to, pause on Priory is because I don't know if you guys have heard of the Priory Scion or S-C-I-O-N. You really go down a rabbit hole with that. But I'm guessing with the terminology you're using, are you, you may, well, I'll ask you, what do you mean by the Priory? Hey, Jonathan Keyworth, welcome. So let me know what you mean by prior, um, Priory. Okay. So Kevin says, I know, right? White sports socks, like down in Angel of Death, where's that LOL? Yeah, and I didn't see that because like I said, I was on TikTok on my phone. And as soon as I'm seeing this, I'm going, hmm, that seems a little sus to me. So I, I like I said, I've seen some interesting videos. Let me see, I have to put my glasses on. Let me see. The one on the, you guys might have seen this because it kind of went viral and it was um, this elderly person's um, door cam that was caught. And at first I thought, kind of looks like a lizard until it got slowed down. But let me see what, oh, I got to grab the other phone. The volume's up on this one. Okay. Okay. That's what I thought you meant, Dem Rogers, but I wanted to ask. Okay. So Priory is one of the monks or clergy. Yeah. That's, there was a title for it. And I thought as I was going through these, I should write this down. And I thought, oh no. And then no, I wish I would have, but that's exactly the terminology. 
there's a title for it, but that's exactly what they were talking about. That this particular, whatever you want to call it, whether it was part of the clergy or monks or something, it's a formal type of individual that shows up at these events and it's not in spirit. Let's put it that way. Okay. Give me a sec here. Wrong one. Too many phones going on. That's the problem here. Okay. Let's see. Okay. You can tell I haven't opened this second phone. Okay. Stop bouncing around. Okay. What do we got here? I want to see if I got the, there's another Grim Reaper sighting. How did this get loud? No, hang on. I'm going to turn this one off. Okay, let me see this one and see if it's worthwhile to share. I don't know why they got a praying. Yeah, actually, this one's pretty interesting. Let me see if I can find it. And we'll play that one again. Okay, I got to go up a few. There we go. Okay, just let me set this up, guys. Okay, we'll share again. I Sorry, I turned off the sharing because sometimes it slows down my computer. Yeah, okay, so you found the same thing, Dim Rogers. Yeah, you don't remember the exact title either. I don't think I'd ever heard it before, but it was quite interesting. I wonder if I'll let me share the entire screen. No, it won't make any difference. Let's see if what I'll do with window. No, nothing. So I'll keep it on what I had. Okay, so this one was interesting. At first, it starts off with a praying mantis. And I remember watching this going why are you showing a praying mantis you'll see what i'm talking about okay we'll get it to add it to the stage it says <laughs> i feel like uh, we're at some some dancing women that don't wear many clothes we'll call it that <laughs> bringing forth to the stage the grim reaper <laughs> and then i'll read your comment before i lo i load this he says i know i spoke of the death of two boys on another show with you but was more referring to the being this time rather than the actual event and thanks for your input too oh you're so welcome thank you like i say you guys i'd be doing the show by myself if you weren't here that and maybe it's no i'm just gonna say this you know if it's a super busy live and the comments are just flying by and the host of a show, a live show, can't see them, then I understand. But when you've got an audience that's supporting you and the audience has got great questions and comments and thoughts on things, like when it's one person's thoughts, that's all you get. But when you involve people in the audience, you know, you get, a, I think, a much well-rounded, more well-rounded approach and viewpoint so it really annoys me if I'm watching something live and, you know, maybe I've got a, a question, like, don't get me wrong. I don't think I'm the most important person there, but I hate, and it might just be ignorance that, you know, you've got a host there that never even looks at the comments. And I feel like, why am I watching this live right now? I'll, I'll watch this when I got, you know, free time for something else to watch. So I like to involve you. So that's why I do what I do. Um, so oh we got let's see so kevin says oh my god monks seem to be coming up a lot lately and dem rogers says they can be creepy monks and kevin says yes those interactive shows are awesome well thank you and then sandra sharpos you too so i think she's laughing at dem rogers and and kevin or z sun dragon okay like i say i'll start it and then i gotta blow it up from there so it might be a little bit this footage was recorded on a dash cam Seconds before this car slid off the cliff, a figure can be seen standing at the edge of the road.
This image was taken from the graveyard. The figure in that niche resembles a grim reaper in a cloak and a hoodie covering its face. Next is a man putting fruit away when someone taps on the shoulder and says, Look behind you. The man stated this in an interview. Some believe this man to be the angel of death, sparing the other guy's life. There was a plane crash right by a freeway, and something can be seen floating near the crash. A figure in a dark robe by a hospital bed. This is the one I'm talking about. No, no, white tennis shoes. Happy hunting. Okay, give me a sec here. I gotta make it smaller. It's just, just gonna keep it. There we go. Okay, come up there anytime now. So that was pretty interesting, was it not? Like, that was some interesting clips. There's another one where a guy caught the Grim Reaper. He could see nothing. His wife could see nothing. And I think he was filming something he's talking about in the video. There's a guy that looks like the Grim Reaper sitting on the couch. Then he shows you, he looks away, nothing on the couch, looks through the camera again, and it looks like the Grim Reaper. You guys are too sweet. I'm going to read your comments and I appreciate it. So Dem Rogers says, I actually love this. I felt drawn to Laura Lee the first time I saw her. And Kevin says, same. Well, I appreciate all of you. Thank you for being here. I really, really do. And Dem Rogers says, Sandra, I am just nutballs. <laughs> I think we all are. <laughs> right? Okay, I have a saying. And I, I think when I lived in my previously haunted house, I discovered this. And what it is, is what we think is the normal is actually the abnormal and things that we think are rare or abnormal are actually the norm. I could be wrong, but that's what I'm starting to think. <laughs> Mind you, I know that normal is a pretty subjective term. Even as a nurse, when we were in university learning how to do what we call charting, we were told never to use the word normal to describe something because my normal and your normal and your normal and your normal are completely different, which is right. They are. So uh, Kevin says, see some, see some say AAOD is coming to save you. Some coming to take you. Um, oh, so you, I think you're meaning the archangel of death. Yes. Um, I meant to look that up again. And here I am, the angel rock. Give me a minute. Um, because I want to look that up. I want to say it's Zadkiel, Archangel Zadkiel. Probably Sandra will beat me to it. <laughs> Let's see. I'll put Archangel of Death. Um, uh, we'll put that down and see. Sorry, Azrael. And I should have remembered that. Azrael. So Azrael, and this is in Islam, they say, or Arabic, but I know it's in many cultures. The Archangel of Death, Azrael, uh, who separates souls from their bodies. He is one of the four archangels, and they're referring to um, Islamic uh, religious beliefs. But I have heard Azrael. Now, again, for those of you that know me, know that I absolutely, I don't watch a lot of TV, but I 
love Supernatural. And I really struggled. Actually, my partner did too. Um, because he's been baptized three times. His mother's very religious. Neither one of us, I was raised Roman Catholic, forced to go to Roman Catholic school my whole life and go to church. I don't have a problem with religion. Some people need that and that's fine. Whatever gets you closest to God or source, right? But neither, both of us are spiritual and I really connect with angels. That's the reason why, you know, the, the show is called The Angel Rock. I've said it many times because I love to work with the archangelic realm and angels. Also, I love crystals and I love rock music. So I just kind of embrace kind of a portion of who I am. So to hear the way Supernatural, I believe it was in season five and onwards, where they made the angels evil, a good portion of them as well as the demons, but they kind of made the demons a little bit more on the positive side. I, I had a problem with that. Now, again, semantics, right? Could be demons, could be whatever. I don't know what it is, but there's evil here. And I know there is, and I have experienced it. I have seen it in my own house. And so you can call it whatever you want, but it's here. So it was kind of a twisted way and including working with angels, they're nothing but love and here for many reasons there's seven different levels of angels seven different levels of demons if you will if you look at it but my point is that angels are positive and they're featured in every culture legend and lore it's not a religious thing so to see it kind of twisted that way on tv kind of kind of made it a little bit more difficult for me so with the archangel of death after all of this there was, um, I guess, fallen angel, if you believe in that, Azrael, who was now a demon. And then we're hearing the archangel of death, Azrael. And I've heard many negative things associated with that name or the archangel of death. So that's why, I guess maybe that's why I have a hard time with it. And again, it's not my job to judge, but I guess it's just depending on how it's looked at and how it's twisted because I, again, working in palliative care, I've, I've seen people before they've passed you asking, do you, do you see the angel there? Do you see my mother or my, you know, my family members or my husband or whoever. Right. And it's not a scary thing that happens. It's one of the most peaceful, beautiful moments. Very, very sad when it happens for family and as a nurse working with a family and, you know, having a patient and following them all the way through their illness, but is one of the most peaceful things that ever happens. So for something dark or the archangel doubt, you know, death or the grim reaper, I, I just have a hard time reconciling with it, but here we are with these pictures and I've seen some other crazy pictures too, that nurses have seen on, you know, you got monitoring stations and stuff like that, but here's some food for thought. We are powerful beings as human beings, much more powerful than we've ever been led to believe, you know, with everything being energy, which can neither be created nor destroyed, but energy can be transferred from one place to another. And we've heard accounts of people who may have an encounter with an angel. And you'll hear people say what they saw, say with a near death experience or what have you, that, the angel had wings, 
but at, with my understanding, angels really don't have wings, but maybe they're showing up in people's experiences with wings. So people will connect right away that this is an angel. What if people have belief systems that they believe that when it's their time to leave, that the Grim Reaper will show up or the Archangel of Death. And so that's what we're being, what's being caught on camera, right? might make sense may not see it with the naked eye but if everything's in you know energy and at a different frequency that a camera can pick up or a recording device but our own ears and eyes can't some food for thought right hang on i'm gonna read see what you guys are saying here <clears throat> um that idea said uh kevin says that was cool indeed. And then Sandra says, welcome to the club, Dem. <laughs> um, and Kevin says, we're all nutballs. Yes, we are. And Lockbeard, let's see. Oh, I'll say welcome. He's saying, I think, hello to everybody here. So welcome. Glad to have you here. And then, oh, wait, we're going really far down here. Let me go up a little higher. Um, I'm going up a little higher. Sorry, my kid still getting used to this computer. I only use it for um, streaming. Okay, so Dem Rogers, there we are. She says, or he's, they say, I should say, we need to talk. Uh, I have messed up stories. A ghost saved my baby's life and so much more. Then you miss the beginning of the show. I'm going to repeat it. So because we, it's spooky season, we are on the UFO Paranormal Radio Network, also known as United Public Radio Network, or just so much easier to say UPRN. Okay. The cool part is uh, October 26th, David and I on the thing at the foot of the bed, 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we're having our Halloween show. The first one because this is our first year of being on the network with the show that David and I put together. So we're looking for stories. We're looking for pictures. If you've got recordings, video, audio, and you're comfortable sharing, please send them to myself or you can send them to David under, I think it's a spirit experience. Um, you can send them, you can find him all over social media too under David Hansel. So you can send them in to us. If you want us to maintain your anonymity, we will. Uh, Dem Rod, oh, sorry, not Dem Rogers, Z Sun Dragon or Kevin has sent me, I think three or four stories already and has given us permission. I think he has to work that lady said, but he said we can share them. So we will also the angel rock October 30th. So what's day 16, two weeks from now, we're going to be having a Halloween show as well. So same thing, send it in to me. I'd be happy to share it. I don't know if we're going to do a panel. Um, I haven't really contacted anybody just yet. I was sort of thinking it out, but maybe we'll do some ITC or intra-trans communication. You might have to hit Jonathan, if you're still there, Jonathan Keyworth up and see if he's be willing to do that. We'll try and maybe get a panel of people on here and uh, yeah, share your stories, share your experiences. That's what we need. Spookier, the better. And then, I'm happy to announce there's going to be hosts if they hear this, don't even know yet, but it's official. I just got it from our um, station manager. The network is having on Halloween night, I believe it's from 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard. Don't quote me on the time. It may be an hour later. We are having our, I guess not yet annual, but we do have them from time to time, network live Halloween party. 
So whatever host can make it, we'll be here. We'll be talking. It is so cool to get people from all different walks of life, all different shows, different hosts. We're going to be talking all things paranormal, having a great time. Um, I need to send the invite out. I was working on it today, but uh Hopefully people will wear costumes. I'm going to be for sure. I'm sure there'll be others that'll be wearing them. And uh, yeah, so stay tuned for that. So there's lots of places to share your stories. So please send them in, keep them coming. So then Kevin says an angel of death. Yes, or archangel. And where am I going? So uh, Kevin says interesting stuff. And he says spiritual rather than religious too. take what resonates from many things. So exactly and I'm open-minded about these things too. Sandra said, I'm only familiar with a few of the archangels. Oh my God. You know what? You could go down a rabbit hole with archangels, I'll tell you. And then angels and then the seven different levels of angels and what their roles are. And then I think we did this because... It was probably about two years ago on a Monday. We had a few show openings and I'm going to give Joe Montaldo a shout out. He's the owner of this network. That's where he broadcasts out in New Orleans, Louisiana, actually in his own home. And he created this incredible space for all of us hosts here. He has many awesome shows of his own. He's got UFO Undercover. He's got The Centralist on Friday night. I think UFO Undercover is on Wednesday nights before the Outer Realm. Um and many other different things that he does as well and shows. Um, we used to have a paranormal panel, kind of like what we're doing with the Halloween party and whoever could show up and Joe would pick the topic. And I remember when Nadie wanted to talk about demons. And uh, so that was a pretty fascinating conversation to say the least. And it was interesting to note that there were seven supposed different levels of angels and then seven different levels of supposed demons that sort of what the positive and amazing high vibrational energy of angels, you would sort of get what was akin to the lower vibrational type of energy and negativity with the demonic realm. So it's certainly interesting. So where am I going with this? Hang on. Dem Rogers says, yes, I have been introduced to deceased family members as my patients have passed on. Interesting. Yes, I forgot. You're a nurse too, if I remember, right, Dan Rogers? I'm positive you are. You may have some interesting stories to contribute. I think I was talking about, I'm writing three books and one of them is collecting stories from nurses that, you know, that have been there as we transition from our life, you know, as I call it, going back home, first responders, um, death doulas, anybody that's been there and the incredible, amazing, unexplainable, phenom phenomenal things we witness as this happens, this transition. So Kevin says, my tribe of guides are so higher up beings, some human-like, some native, some elf-like, some alien, they are, I, I don't know what MU means. Uh, MU angels, really. I'm trying to think what that means. I just had the craziest thought. MU equals masters of the universe. <laughs> I don't think that's what you meant. <laughs> so Sandra says, dad was concerned about the crowd of people in his hospital room who weren't there and asked the clergyman uh, to make sure they all got some lunch. Aww. So they, I, they may very well have been there, Sandra. And those are things that we see as nurses. There's some really incredible nurses that are actually 
talking about palliative care and kind of normalizing death. And I know it can be a very scary subject for people. And, you know, what's the analogy they put out there? There's only two things guaranteed in life and it's death and taxes. Well, we're all going to die one day. That sounds so morbid, but it's not. And having studied near-death experiences for 40 years professionally as well as personally, we talk about this a lot, David and I, on Thursday nights at the thing at the foot of the bed. David's had a near-death experience as an adult, and I had one as a toddler. And it's it's really interesting when you remember what happens during a near-death experience and they've yet to really find a person that's afraid to to leave this earthly realm when it's their time to go after they've had that type of experience so like i say it's certainly interesting and where i'm going with this with the people that are there um i believe they're there part of what i'm writing about too and some people call it the rally i've noticed I, did, I just got this name, I think, from spirit. I call it the gift that you see right before somebody passes that's been terminally ill. Not It doesn't happen to everybody. But, um, yeah, it's interesting. And sometimes when I, you know, the gift I call is somebody's comatose. You see all the physical signs that the body is shutting down. It's not going to be long, a day, maybe two. And all of a sudden, it's like, they were never ill. They wake up, they're perfectly lucid, they can have a conversation. Sometimes it's just a few seconds, sometimes it's a couple minutes, sometimes it's a couple hours. And um, I still remember one family, you know, setting up, a, I set up a diploma course for nurses and we have registered nursing assistants here in community nursing. And one of the biggest things, and I don't even think you have to be nurses. I think it's important as people trying to relate to people if you are able to understand people's culture, where they come from, sometimes it makes it a little, or their belief systems, it makes it a little bit easier to understand. And especially if you're in a profession or a place where you're supporting people, that it can really help. And the reason I mention that is, you know, some people always stay with you your whole life as a nurse. And I remember this individual, he wasn't even one of my regular patients. I, we all ran our own areas where I live. Um, it's one of the oldest nursing organizations in Canada, the Victorian Order of Nurses. That's who I worked for. And this individual wasn't going to be long. And all of a sudden, he was like he had never been sick. He was awake and he was talking. He'd asked for something to eat and drink. And, you know, the family were very devout in their belief systems. So they had truly believed a miracle had taken place and he had been healed. So that was certainly an interesting, and I say that carefully, but very difficult conversation to have with the family to explain. And I think that that's at that moment when spirit gave me those words that it was really just a gift to be able to have those last conversations and be able to finish up conversations that they hadn't been able to do so beforehand, but some of them had a really hard time with it. So it's interesting to keep those, those belief systems. And if, like I say, you don't have to be a nurse, but if you're working with people, sometimes it helps. So Leonard O'Neill, all the truths we cling to are directly related. Let's see to a certain point of view, 
hours, each person. You are absolutely right, Leonard. Absolutely welcome. So nice to have you here. And Dem Rogers says, cool beans. Haven't shared this stuff in a long time. Well, you can share it here. That's why I know some of you just tuned in a little bit later. And I'm really glad because I'm trying to do this a lot more often is, is do one-on-one shows. I really, really enjoy them. And don't get me wrong. I love having guests on and I love finding out about people and their stories and why they do what they do or, you know, the work that they're doing. But it's always nice to hang out with all of you. So if you are tuning in and do want to uh, maybe get a question for Spirit, I'm happy to do some quick readings tonight, too. So let's see. Oh, my goodness. Well, I got to give her a shout out. Carrie Lynn Shellhorn. You gotta check her out you guys she is so awesome i love her she's a host on the network she's here on fridays with spirit switchboard from 5 to 7 p.m eastern standard time she has an amazing group on facebook so if you're trying to work on uh you know some of your intuition or your gifts which i believe is our birthright that we all have uh she does some great little exercises with her group she's really active there and she's i just love her I just love her. So she's awesome. And Carrie Lynn, I'm going to give you a quick shout out. You'll know what I mean, that something arrived today. We just haven't had a chance to send you a message, but somebody had the biggest smile and giggle on their face. So we send you our love and our gratitude. Thank you. So I thought you were Dem Rogers. You were a nurse. I thought I remembered that. So yeah, you got some crazy stories. You send them our way, boy. And Carrie Lynn, I don't know if when you were tuned in or what, but I got the go ahead. So we're doing the network party Halloween night, I believe 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern. So let's see. Ke uh, Kevin or Sun Dragon says the seven levels of each. Sounds very interesting. Yeah, look it up. But then again, I think it's semantics. So if you believe that there's something you want by whatever you know name you want to call it, a demon or a negative entity or what have you. But to me, I think, and again, let me remind you, I don't know everything. And I always share with you either what I've learned or maybe what I've researched, what spirit has given me or what I've experienced. But I believe the, the perfect, if you will, scenario would be a human being to live in balance being perfectly grounded as well as connected to source energy up above whatever your belief system is. And we do have the easiest way I like to describe it is invisible energy core or some, you know, some people call it a chakra, some people call it a chakra. So having that energy connected up above your head and down below to the ground, right? So we have positive, we have negative. So, and like I said earlier about the energy, it's got to go somewhere. Not everybody thinks all thoughts of love and light and everything else. So we also know there are things like talpas that, you know, enough of a collective of people believing in something, talking about it, anything that gives it extra energy. Like I say, talking about it, drawing it. And prime example, Slenderman. That was a creepy pasta story. Um people are catching glimpses on camera and video and, you know, pictures. Um, Mothman, is it a tulpa? I'm not saying it is. Is it a cryptid? What is it? How did it get there? Why is there, is there there's still uh, stories of it? We could go on and on and on. I always use Slenderman because that's something that really 
there was no history or anything of it as far as uh, far back and from the what the research I've done. And now we're seeing video and pictures. Interesting. Kelly Hopkins. Hi, gorgeous. Hi, gorgeous. Right back at you. So nice to have you here. And Kelly goes, love the hat. I used to wear hats all the time. And then I stopped the, well, for many reasons, other, other individual hosts that started wearing hats. And I thought, well, I wear hats to be individual. So I stopped, but I've decided I'm embracing my, I have so many hats over here in the corner. <laughs> Plus my hair needs uh, color. I have the Bride of Frankenstein white hair that I've had or early gray runs on my dad's side of the family. <laughs> and I've had it. So I need a hair color. So I figured it's going to be hat night tonight. <laughs> so where were we, you guys? We had some interesting uh, pictures here. We looked at the Grim Reaper and I said, I wasn't looking for that, but I'm going to see, let me go on my phone here because I have pictures that I want to, or I should say a video clip of uh and you might have seen this because this was caught on an elderly person's um, tra not trail cam, um, ring, ring doorbell cam. Oh, here it is. It's the first one. Let me see if I sent it. I know where it is. If it's not here, I had I literally did about 30 different video clips. I'm not kidding. Now they're all coming through. You see, I'm going back here. We had lots of interesting stuff interesting interesting things here we go on um let me go back to this give me a sec i don't think that's it give me a sec guys please be patient i know you will be but i hate this because i had to resend them okay where are you give me one second maybe what i'll do is i'll resend it again because it'll just be faster and easier than trying to find the darn thing um no, that's not it. There we go. Okay, I'm sending it right now. Let's hopefully it'll go through unless I find it in the meantime. But so when I first saw this thing, I'm not trying to spoil anything. While we're waiting for it to upload, I would love to know your thoughts on what you guys think this thing is. Let me pause it. Because I don't know about you guys, but I am hearing all kinds of things about skinwalkers non-stop non-non-stop like just constantly skinwalkers paranormal looking for skinwalkers i am gonna upload this video with the the ring belt doorbell cam but this is another one watch on the skylight above okay um let me play it for you once i start playing it i'll make it bigger are you not gonna let me do that might not because it's a tick crazy shit I've seen so far. I was taking the trash out with my son and he kept pointing at the mirror and waving and I didn't know why. So I pulled the camera out and I can't believe I caught this. That's Roman. Okay. Did you guys see that little kid in the camera? Like, I don't know. I watched that clip about five times and I don't know what he was talking about that he caught in the camera. I'll play it again. I th So that was the main thing I wanted to show anyways with, with the skylight, that dog. I mean, I, 
I'm not automatically going to jump to a skinwalker or something because the dog was walking like a human on its back legs. I've seen a lot of dogs walk just on their front legs with their back leg up in the back. So back legs up in the back. So that was kind of crazy. But that was the main thing with that thing on the roof. I'm going to go back a little bit further. Um, I missed all these comments. Oh, no, I didn't. Okay. So <laughs> Kevin says masters of the universe. That's what he was saying. MU. And that's what came to mind. And then, and then Dem Rogers said, by the power of Grayskull, you got to be our age. <laughs> oh, God. Z Sun Dragon goes, Herc. Herc. It, now that's going back a long time, that cartoon. And Sandra was talking about referring to her dad. She said, not there physically in dad's room is what you meant. I, yeah, I, I got it. Okay. But I know now when I read the comment and you said, but they weren't there, you meant they weren't physically there. Gotcha. Sorry about that. Uh, so let's see. And then Dem Rogers says, I know what you mean, Sandra, is very moving and is very real. Carrie Lynn, she said, ditto, love you right back. And another is on the way. Girl, I I have piled up some things and that's where I'll leave it at. But I'm working on it. And then they keep getting more and more new molds because, oh my gosh, I had this huge. Okay, so for those of you that know that I do resin. Oh my gosh, I've got the most, if you are a horror movie fan, and there are a lot of people in my groups that are in the paranormal, I just got the most incredible horror movie little mold things. They're supposed to be for cupcakes, but I poured resin with them. And then this other mold I have ordered from Timu before, two or three times, no problem. The one order, like, I've never seen some of these molds like this. It was supposed to be here. It was ordered September 23rd. Nobody knows where it is. It's gone. I don't know if I'll ever get it. Went back there today. You can't get any of these molds. But um, so I ended up finding one of them on Amazon Canada. And it's so cool. It's got little apothecary potion bottles with little skulls and little bats and all kinds of things. So that's what I was working on. Plus, I am decorating it. When we moved here, and I'm not saying it's because of us, but when we moved to the new place that we're at, we're going on four years, nobody talked, nobody really decorated. And now, like everybody, it's like wreath, 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 wreath. And then like Halloween, everybody's starting to decorate for Halloween, right? I'm getting my Halloween tree up, I think, tonight or tomorrow. I put up a little mini one. But I don't usually do big wood pieces. And I got some great ideas. So I have a big giant ghost that I've painted with some glow-in-the-dark paint and white. And then vinyl that says boo across the front. But I found this really cool coffin idea. And it's about four feet high. And I painted it all um, like a very light pink with purple on the outside. And then it's got, I think it's called Draculaura from Monsters High. It's like a skull, but it's so cute. It has bat wings coming off with little bows and, and little fangs coming down. It's super cute. So she's in the middle. And then there's, is it a heart? Yeah, it's a heart all around. And it's got some drips coming off. Anyways, I have to finish painting in the spider webs. So that's going to hang up outside. I just bought some ghosty lights today that are going to plug in. Last year on clearance, I got this skeleton. You're supposed to have like a tree, like a really bushy bush to make him look like he's coming out of it. But we figured out we're going to do another thing with it. So it's going to be real crazy. So it looks like a competition around here. <laughs> Anyways, Carrie, says, Carrie Lynn says, I am dressing up while I am. 
definitely. Sandra says, let's see, we'll go through these comments. Thank you guys. I've been blessed. Most of my paranormal experiences have been quite lovely. Okay, let's talk about that for a second. Because I would call myself a light worker, as I'm sure many people, it's kind of a buzz term out there, but you're working with the positive. I have run into very few. I know Carrie Lynn has had some of some experiences, I'll say, with darker things like I have, but not everybody does. And I know David and I have talked about this before, that maybe you weren't meant to have that type of experience in this lifetime. And I'm not trying to make it sound elitist. Believe me, that's not where I'm going with this, right? I think we have the experiences that we have to help us sort of support, if you will, steer us, whatever it may be, in the direction of many of the reasons why I believe that we've chosen to be here in this particular lifetime, if that makes sense. And Dem Rogers says, you're welcome, Sandra. It's nice to be able to share. And Kevin says, yes, this is where we're going. Yes, skinwalkers and cryptids seem to be common ground. Again, I don't just listen to the paranormal all the time, but especially before a show, coming up with some ideas or whatever it may be. There's two people I do listen to. One of them is called, I always want to say it's Damien. It's Donovan Dread on YouTube. And the other one, I think it may be his partner. It's Lilith Dread. And people write in with their stories of the strange and the unusual, and they read them. And you don't really watch anything. It's kind of just something to plug into, like, say, I'm working on resin or whatever I'm doing. And uh, some of these stories are incredible, incredible, incredible. Like, I don't know if y'all have ever heard of anything like this. I'm going to go all truth seeky on you. You know, I don't like, I said earlier, conspiracy theory. But there seems to be every now and then these stories thrown in for people that work in various government facilities as security. And then there's been some kind of breach and, um, what they've seen and what they've experienced. Super interesting. They do a lot of cryptids, a lot of the unexplained, not so much like ghosty stuff, but um, like the national parks with disappearances or cave exploring. And it's really interesting to check them out sometimes. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm laughing. So Kevin's laughing at the dog walking on front legs. Yeah. Have you guys ever seen that? It's usually when people put those rubber boots on their dog's feet. I've seen it so many times and the dog's like trying to shake them off the back legs. So it's just walking on the front legs. It's usually little dogs. But so just because that dog was standing up walking on its back legs, I would not be going, oh my gosh, it's a skinwalker. No, I would not do that. And so when I seen MU in some earlier posts above by Zisa and Drake, and I said, oh my God, it first thing came to mind, Masters of the Universe, because it was supposed to say my, not MU. <laughs> and then he had um, Dem Rogers laughing. And then Dem Rogers, it takes Timu forever sometimes. Yeah, I know about my first couple experiences. It was here in about two to three weeks and like I, they eventually refunded my money. They were supposed to give me because they couldn't argue with me. Like I said to them, this, po this package, according to your stuff was supposed to be here October 1st. And so they give you a $5 credit. I don't care if it's a credit. I don't want to use your credit. I'm not ordering from you again until my package gets here. And they were trying to give me the rigmarole. And finally I said, I can appreciate what you're saying. 
but we are no further ahead here. Like I said, how long am I supposed to wait? Like, are you going to give me a date that I can call you back again and say my, because I use, I'm in Canada, but I use Canada Post. I use about four different tracking apps because I get lots of packages from all over the world, like with the resin business and there's nothing. All it says is shipping information submitted and nobody knows what this thing is. Nobody can find it. So she went and refunded my money, which I'm very grateful for. But, and she said, well, if the package arrives, you can just keep it. I don't even know if they mailed it. <laughs> so we'll see what happens. <laughs> and Sandra says, I totally get what you're saying, Lurley. Just meant to experience a beautiful side of it thus far, for the most part, just enough the other to be aware of. And that's, and that's it there. Yeah, because I do meet a, a lot of people it seems, and maybe it's just my experience, but within the quote unquote light worker field who've never had a negative experience, nor do I think you have to have a negative experience. It's just you guys, it sounds like I'm being elitist or separating, but when I say you guys, I mean, light workers on the whole, most people I have met don't usually dabble in the paranormal. I don't plan on dabbling in the paranormal. I really had a hard time actually trying to accept it because in the beginning when I was doing angel cards and I become a certified angel card reader, the only reason I did it. And I remember saying to my partner now that I have, and we were just friends at the time. The only reason I'm doing angel cards is because they're all positive. There's nothing negative. I want nothing to do with the negative. And I remember him saying to me very clearly, like this is going on 15 years ago, Laura, if you're going to be working with this type of thing, you need to be aware of both positive and negative. So you know how to tell the difference. And I was adamant. I wanted nothing to do with the negative. And yeah, that's not what I got, <laughs> but um, I'm not sorry for the experiences because I don't think I would be doing what I'm doing now if I hadn't had the experiences, what I had. And Kevin says, laughing, capital letters, skinwalker. Are you referring to the dog? And then Dem Rogers says, I don't dabble in the paranormal. It just seems to seek me out at times. Not always a good thing. That is so interesting you say that because we've shared our experience. I've said it many times on the Travel Channel's Paranormal Survivor. It's season four, episode nine. It's called Demonic Hauntings. And I always say we never looked for the paranormal. It found us not like besides I, I was feeling some type of calling because, and I always, it's a story of what a tattoos and angel cards have to do with one another. Absolutely nothing. But I decided, I think it was for my 40th birthday, I was going to get my first tattoo and my boys were quite little then. And I walked in with them to a local tattoo shop and the lady They've, they've just recently sold the business. She's, they're amazing people. Anyways, she had said to me, oh, you have two very special boys. And I said, oh, well, well, thank you. I said, I think all children are special. She said, no, no, there's, there's something very unique about your boys. Do you mind if I do something with them? I said, well, as long as you're not going to hurt them. And she goes, no, I now know what it was. It's two type of crystals called mochi balls. And she kept clicking them all around my boys and doing all this stuff, right? Didn't really tell me why or what, but the boys seemed fine. It wasn't causing them any distress, wasn't causing me any distress. And then she said, oh, well, what do you do? 
And I said, well, what do you mean? What do I do? I said, um, I'm a nurse. I said, I've hurt my back. So I said, you know, keep busy doing this and this and that. And she said, is there anything you've ever been drawn to? And I said, well, I've always loved angels and unicorns and fairies. And she said, hang on a minute. And she ran in the back room and she came out with this box and she handed it to me. She goes, here, take this. I go, what is this? And she said, you'll know. And I said, well, when do you need this back? And she said, you'll know. And that is actually how I started doing angel cards and seeking out taking, I actually, at the time it was Doreen Virtue who no longer has anything to do with spirituality. She's completely renounced everything she's done and published and put out there and it's become very religious, but all because of a tattoo. That's how this all started. And then not the paranormal, but it just sort of seemed to kind of follow. <laughs> so I'm going to keep reading the comments here. Hang on. So Kevin says, I can relate, Sandra. Every other experience seems to be dark and then light. But yeah, we are all light workers using energy and light, but we are such shiny, shiny objects sometimes. And you know what, Kevin? That's so interesting you explained it that way. And again, what I believe I've received from spirit and I'm really visual. I know a lot of people are, but they showed me on the other side. <coughs> Excuse me. They don't need names. They, they know each other by energy, but they understand as human beings that we need names. So they showed me that what we look like from the other side, if you will, is it's like all little tiny, shiny little pinpricks of light. But those that are utilizing the gifts that we all have, and are aware of them, it's almost like, you know, those scary movies driving down a dark highway and all of a sudden this flashing motel vacancy sign shows up. That's what they showed me. And so, you know, furthering with the fact that because we live in a duality on earth, it's not just the positive that can see us. There's also negative that can too, right? So that's why we can encounter both. That's just my beliefs what I think I've received from spirit and what I believe to be true. But again, you may have a different idea and that's perfectly okay too. I always say, take what resonates with you and leave the rest. And like Z, uh, Kevin says, sometimes the dark peeks through. Yeah, but we are both dark and light, right? Like when you get into things like shadow work, you know, and we've all done it, myself included. We've looked at others and said, well, I, I don't want to be like them or them, or them, right? But if you think about it as a human being, we have the potential to be all. So when we see somebody, maybe we call a monster that has done something dark and evil and whatever it may be in our eyes, we have the potential to be all. But because of whatever we've chosen, whether it's morals, it's ethics, what our belief systems are, and so on and so forth, we choose not to to play in that arena, if you will. It's a terrible analogy, but it's true. But we do have the potential to be all. So yeah, there's going to be dark and there's going to be light. And I often think we all wear masks, right? We have a parenting mask. We have a friend mask. We have a work mask. We have a, a public mask. There's so many different masks that we wear. And it just depends who we're with. And you know, hopefully most of us can take that mask off when we're alone and be honest and truthful with ourselves. 
Yeah, the dark seeks us. We are not seeking. Well, some people do. I know some people do seek the dark. So that's their choice. I know some very effective people that work with helping others and using their gifts that actually work with both the light and the dark. I had a really interesting conversation years ago on the Angel Rock. And had it been years before, I probably wouldn't have done it. And his name's Curtis. Curtis, is it Joseph? Yeah, Curtis Joseph. And he had seen our episode on Paranormal Survivor and he reached out. There's only two people I really connected with. With I, I appreciated everybody that reached out. One of them, she lives over in Sardinia, Italy, and she calls me her adopted mama. And I call her my adopted daughter. There was something in a new. And Curtis, the reason that made me reach out, all this started when I had a dream like it happened five minutes ago. It was about 15, 16 years ago. And I was given a name. And this name they gave me told me that it was a demon. And I could never find it in the beginning. I found it actually about five or six years later. Everything had been told in that dream. I found right on a piece, you know, in a book, like on a, was it a book? I think it was a book. Yeah, it was a book. And um, where was it going? Oh, anyways, when he, I was trying to think about this. So when he wrote me, he had told me he was very concerned and that he worked with these type of, strictly with these type of um, entities. And he gave me three names. And he had, he, out of the three names, one of them was the crack name. And I went, wow, this guy, there's something about this guy. Cause I've never had somebody tell me what this name is. It's very, it's not, it's not common. And so I proceeded, we were chatting back and forth on messenger. And then we ended up having a three hour Skype call. And I actually asked him to be on my show. And it was one of the most interesting, fascinating conversations I had had with someone and I admitted to him, had this been years before, there would have been no way I would have had this conversation. So I think, but, you know, trying to be more open-minded and I think knowledge is empowering. I think we do change our mindset if we're open to my open-minded enough. Now, is it something I choose to do right now? No, but again, I've seen people be very effective working with both sides as they kind of travel along the middle. So it's some food for thought. <coughs> Excuse me. I think my allergies are acting up. And then Kevin says, what you say, hang on, rings true with me, Lorely. As always, it seems, well, thank you. Thank you. I can't take all the credit for it. Like I say, I get a lot from spirit. That's why sometimes I see distra seem distracted because <laughs> I, I'm very clairaudient or I hear, and no, I'm not hearing voices. It's within the mind's eye. So I'm hearing what spirit's saying, and then I'm planning on what am I going to be talking about? So that's why sometimes I forget what I'm talking about. <laughs> Hang on. And then Kevin says, well, I stay out of the sun, LOL. So yeah, <laughs> seeking shadows. Hello there. We got another host here tonight. Uh, Adriana uh, Nicoletta Fiorestro. I always don't say it properly. Why does my mind always go blank when I'm thinking of somebody's show? Mondays, earlier in the daytime, please forgive me. And I'm going to kick myself right after. Please, Adriana, let people know the name of your show. And I've talked about her show many times on the network here on this show in particular um she she has um the show that she does she offers is i call it liquid gold like you could 
you could take what she shares with you and use it with any business. She's super savvy when it comes to online business. It's a lot of business information and a little bit of spirituality thrown in there. But a lot of it's very generic, which I appreciate with the business information. She interviews different people, a little bit of parenting things too. She's a younger mama. And um, it's a it's a really amazing show. So be sure to check it out, you guys. It's Monday afternoons here on um, UFO Paranormal Radio Network. I'm going to kick myself. I have been on that show and I'm racking my brain as I'm talking and I cannot remember the name. Oh, so that's a good. I like I like the way you're looking at that, Kevin. You said walk in the shadows, get emit light. And Carrie Lynn says, hi, Adriana. She's such a sweetheart, you guys. So you've got to check out her show if you haven't checked it already. Like, I just love these two ladies, Carrie Lynn and Adriana. Well, actually, I love everybody on our network. I really, really do. So um, Kevin, again, says, probably because I'm pale, I glow in the dark. <laughs> and Dem Rogers says, I feel better in the dark. I am not a day person. That's what I say too. Oh my God, so weird. Okay, the weird thing is I am such a night person. Like I literally, it seems as of late, I like I didn't go to bed till I was busy working on a bunch of stuff, hand painting and doing things. I think it was, yeah, I think it was almost six o'clock in the morning. And then I was up at, I think 10. You usually go on about three hours sleep. And I'm a major night person. And if you've worked night shift, I don't care what field you're in. If you've done it long enough, I find by the time 1 a.m. kicks around, if you haven't got your butt in bed yet and you're a night person, you're up all night long. And it's not hard to do. That's the other reason why I enjoy nighttime, too, is because that's when I do a lot of meditation because I don't have as many. And I don't say interruptions negatively, but I don't have a ton of interruptions so I can really just kind of focus and connect. And like I say, I every night, if I'm not doing, you know, some of the other things I do, I am either painting or working on creating. That's kind of how I connect with spirit. So that's my time when I do things like that, meditation and ask questions and have some of that communication. And Adriana said, you did say, thank you. I'm glad, I'm glad. She would understand, I'm sure, because um, Shannon, who's usually here on Thursday nights, she's a nurse and uh, she works evening shift. And it was so cool. She works with elderly people at one of the rehab hospitals. And she was listening to the iPad while the thing at the foot of the bed was on. And one of her patients went by and said, what are you doing? She said, oh, I'm just listening to this live podcast I listened to in the patient said can I listen she said sure well now when she's at work on evenings Thursday nights she gets a whole the whole crew comes like there's a whole group of elderly people it's so cool right imagine they probably once upon a time ago it was the radio now it's an iPad we David and I did not name them this they named themselves this and they asked Shannon to let us know they call themselves are you ready for it the paranormal poopers so it's so cool so we usually try to give them a shout out <laughs> anyways Shannon sent me a meme and it was something to the effect of I spent I've spent over half my life trying to tell people how to properly pronounce my name and I'm not making it comical but it was hilarious because it was true <laughs> So like I said, I'm sure you, thank you. Negotiating happiness Mondays with Adriana. You have to check this out, you guys. And 
honestly, if you've got any kind of business or you're looking at, you know, progressing into more of an online business, and I always say, why not, right? Versus a brick and mortar or physical store, because I get a lot of people saying that to me within my own city, like, why don't you have a physical office or store? And I said, because the bulk of my business is done online. And I always say to people, if you're able to embrace having a business online, because you have the world at your feet versus you have a store. Yes, you can, you know, sell from a store online and stuff like that, but it costs some, it costs, it cuts some costs for, for you versus having a physical store. So you want to check Adriana out. She's got some great information, negotiating happiness. And I have done this with so many different shows. I know the name of your show. And then the second I see you there, it's like, gone. <laughs> Excuse me. Oh, Adriana says, I love your shows. Thank you. You're so sweet. She said she learned so much. Well, I'm glad. I hope so. Well, that's where I was going with things. I started talking about these books. I had received from Spirit It's Time. I've been, and I say this most gratefully, I've had a lot of people reaching out about mentoring and because I do mentoring and teaching and I'm working on a course for people that are either newly introdu introduced to spirituality, but also those that are growing and evolving. And I think we all are. So I'm in the process right now, um, you know, writing a lot of things down. Once I have that figured out, I'm hoping, I was trying to do it last week, but hopefully this week or the next, I'm going to try and go live and different platforms and ask people, if you were going to take a course like this, what would you like to see? What would you like to learn how to do? And it probably won't be till at least sometime in January or February, but I'd like to launch that. The other thing I'm getting a lot of, so it's going to be kind of a poll, if you will, two different times live. A lot of people asking me, how do I work with resin? Or they see something and they go, I want to make that. And I've had a lot of people contact me and I usually say, well, there's lots of great YouTube videos, you know, and I've realized it's pretty overwhelming if you don't know what to look for, if you're looking. So that's also another course I'm looking at. I've had a lot of people ask me about that if I'd start teaching. So look for that in the new year. And if you've got some ideas or things you want to see, reach out, let me know. I'd love to hear about it. So where are we? So Kevin says 6 and 8 a.m. I sleep the best. Um, I think the best same scene. I think you meant to type something else. And then Dem Roger says, as soon as the sun comes up, I am out sleep like a baby. Well, you know what? I don't, I don't sleep long. Um, when you've, you've got, you know, pain and I'm not going into a big dark hole about pain, but you sleep when you can, right? And then when you can, you can, and when you can't, you can't. And you know, that's what I do. Oh, okay. So he's saying spiritual. Got it. Okay. What a great way to connect. Adriana said, I love painting. Have you ever done scrying in like a mirror or glass tool? I have, I'm trying to think. Um, I have a stone. I had to think about that. I have, it's an actual scrying stone. It's an amethyst, but I haven't done a lot of it, but I'm hearing from spirit, you know, who has, and they can correct me if I'm wrong, is Miss Carrie Lynn, I bet she has. But you can, and you can use a mirror, you could use a glass tool. I have seen people use water. I have seen people use smoke, um, anything like it. And to me, 
I think that with a glass tool or a mirror, and anybody can correct me if you want, right? That once we start to focus and and really, you almost get into a meditative state, right? And then you can sort of see what's reflected back in the surface to you. That I think you could do that with just about anything. Mirrors, crystals, glass, water, like I said, smoke. Um, heck, tea leaves isn't quite the same thing because you read tea leaves, but right. There's a variety of ways we can connect with spirits. So you can certainly do that. I, again, have not done a lot of it. Um, I guess I've never really tried. And the other reason why, and if Jonathan's still here, he will vouch for me. Him and I did an Estes method there with the true crime stuff. Danilo Cavalcante. Holy crap, we're almost out of time here, you guys. This flies by so quick. Very quickly, there was an escape convict in the States, uh, Danilo Cavalcante, and they couldn't catch him. And Jonathan's very gifted. He also goes under JK47 Paranormal um, with ITC or intertrans communication using the SB7 ghost box. He gets some really, he's worked on the Ellen Greenberg case I talked about at the beginning of the show. Anyways, I remember him telling me I had sent something to him and he went, he went through the ghost box. He was given exactly where this guy was hiding. And, and he lives on the opposite coast, on the West coast in the U S and this took place in, I want to say Pennsylvania. And he found this shed where spirit told him where he would be found. And I go, well, isn't that great? Well, how are you going to tell law enforcement that one that, you know, where this guy's hiding? Like, that's not going to sound good. Long story short, we were telling David Hansel, uh, my co-host, there's Nate, and he goes, well, they do have a tip line. Anyways, he then got away from them again. They still hadn't caught him. So we tried, uh, it's called an Estes method. So Jonathan <coughs> put noise cancellation headphones on and he wasn't blindfolded usually you are and he was connected to the ghost box and I was asking questions and as I would ask a question even if I didn't anything he would hear he would speak out loud and I warned Jonathan I said I you know once I think something dark knows your name it does not forget it and so it didn't matter what I did like I would wait 15 seconds for an answer and then I'd go to ask a question. Whenever I'd go to ask another question, Jonathan would come through with something that he'd be hearing. So I remember saying, um, I'm so sorry. I said, could you repeat that again? And whatever was coming through said F you, but the full words. And then at the end, I see Jonathan go, nope. Nope, 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 nope. That's it. We're done. We're done. They go, okay, what happened? And he said, when I heard through the ghost box, I am the devil. That is exactly. And he doesn't get stuff like that ever. He said, um, yeah, I was done. I said, okay, I'm not trying to be morbid or creepy or anything, but what did the voice sound like? And he said, Bill Marr. <laughs> so I started laughing. Anyways, whole point of sharing that. He's very gifted with the work that he does with ITC. So maybe we'll have him on there. We can ask some questions of spirit or what. We'll figure it out. But we're going to have a lot of fun doing all this. So stay tuned for Halloween shows, y'all. So we are just about out of time. But if you're enjoying the paranormal here, you definitely want to stay tuned for who's coming up next. Sorry, my allergies, I swear. 
anyways, it is Philip and Julia Syracusa with the Horsefly Chronicles. They always have great uh, guests and uh, really great shows, so stay tuned. And if you like what you see, please like, share, and subscribe, and tell all your friends and family. And also, I want to thank you all for being here. I really love doing this. I didn't even get to most of the videos. I should save them. We'll see if we have a guest next week. You know what? I kept it open because I think I, I really enjoy doing this with you. If y'all have some ideas that you want me to talk about or anything like that, get a hold of me on facebook.com forward slash Angel Rock. Even if you got a guest suggestion, a show idea, maybe want to book a reading with me. I also do healing work. I do crystal Reiki, therapeutic touch, which is a misnomer because I don't touch you at all. I work with your aura or energy field. I also do mentoring and teaching. So feel free to get a hold of me. I'm also on all social media uh, platforms under the Angel Rock Laurelly Podvin or just Laurelly Podvin. Also, stay tuned for this coming Thursday with the thing at the foot of the bed with my amazing friend and co-host uh, David Hansel. That's from seven to nine p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And again, thank you guys. You just made this such an awesome show. You really, really did. And it just flew by when I looked at the time. Went, holy crap! I got to be out of here. We've got one minute left. So you guys have an amazing rest of your day, evening, afternoon, wherever you may be. Stay spooky. And I send you so much love and light. We'll see you on Thursday. Okay. Have a good one.